Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 132. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of We Got Next Plus. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Me, me and Mo, it was such a crazy game tonight. We thought we'd come on for a few minutes and just uh, talk about what we just went uh, watched go down in Denver in, in game one of the Western Conference Finals where the uh, Nuggets outlasted the, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers 132-126. The Joker was spectacular, uh, 34 points, 21 rebounds, 14 assists. Anthony Davis, 40 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. LeBron James, 26 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists. But I thought the difference in this game, Mo, was Murray for uh, the Nuggets, 31 points. Caldwell Pope, 21 points. Michael Porter Jr., 15 points. And they all shot the ball well. Bruce Brown, 16 points. Uh, Denver shot the ball extremely well tonight, uh, 50 of 91 from the field which is uh, way over 50%, if my math is right. But I would be a little concerned if I'm the Nuggets. Well, for sure. I mean, the Nuggets have more to worry about now than the Lakers do after this game. Now, they have a 1-0 lead in the series. That's great. But uh, if if I'm the Lakers, I feel better than I do if I'm the Nuggets because we almost threw that game away. And guess what? We had to make uncrazy un, un shots to, to get that game under control. I mean, uh, you know, uh, the Joker makes a 30-footer at the end of the third quarter with uh, Anthony Davis in his face, and Porter hits a corner three with Reeves in his face, and Jamal Murray hits a three with somebody in his face. So, you know, they're, they're hanging on, and uh, the Lakers just kept uh, plugging away and plugging away. Um, and, you know, like I said before this series started, it's going to be a close series. Um, any team can win this. Uh, but uh, in the long run, I think Denver is a deeper team than the Lakers. And the Lakers played well. 
Uh, they had Hachimuri on um, on the Joker in the post, and then they doubled him with AD. But late in the game, it cost him because then when uh, when they when he missed the shot, um, uh, Gordon got the rebound because there was nobody else there because AD was helping. So uh, there's going to be some adjustments made. But if you look at the overall uh, game, right, uh, the Joker had his game, Murray had his game, Pope had 21, Porter had 15 and 10. Um, uh, Gordon had 12, Brown had 16, and if you look at the other end, AD had his game 40 and 10, like you said, LeBron had his almost triple-double, and then Reeves came through, but besides those three, Russell had eight, Schroeder had six, you know, uh, Hachimori had 17, but, you know, in the long run, Denver is a slightly different, uh, deeper team, but, I mean, it was a clean game. You look at uh, Denver had 30 assists and 10 turnovers, and the Lakers had 31 assists and only six turnovers. And uh, both teams, at the end, the Lakers actually shot better than Denver, 55% to 54, and actually better from the three, 48 to 47. So uh, this is going to be an interesting series. Um, the one thing that stuck out to me, Ricky, and I don't know if you noticed it, kind of bothered me a little bit. Uh, I think there was too much respect and friendliness between the, between the two teams. They were helping each other up. Um, you know, AD smiled at, uh, at the Joker when he busted one in his face. Uh, LeBron was patting Jamal Murray on the back and gave him one of these. Gave him a thumbs up after And then he was like, Dad, what is this? Isn't this the West Finals? Shouldn't there be some more competitiveness? I mean, this is nicey-nicey ball, man. Hey, didn't, you, I mean, didn't you used to help Kevin McHale up off the floor? Oh, yeah, for sure. I helped him up so I could knee him in the face, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, and, you know, at the end of these series, um, even at the end yeah. of these games, everyone's giving them bear hugs. and We shook hands and said good luck. But it's right. like a love fest out there. And now I, I didn't know. Mom, you know what's funny, Mom? Like, I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to cut you off. But I did notice that. I'm like, wait a minute, what, what, what? This is the opposite of the series they just got through with, right? <laughs> That's like, but, no. I, but I, I, I will say, I would have to kind of shake my head on the one the Joker hits in the third quarter. I mean, I would, I would never do that. Never would I let him see that now. I could go in the huddle and go, damn, Ricky, you see that? <laughs> I could, but I'm not letting him see me do that. Right, That's right. ridiculous. I mean, guess <laughs> if you did that to Michael Jordan, guess what would happen? Right. You know, he would step on your neck and break it. I mean, you know, or Barkley or Magic or Bird. Come on, man. Yeah. It, it, There's too yeah. much friendliness. In my I, I, I did notice that. Uh, uh, yeah. Other, other thoughts about this game. And, and you know, I'm looking at this uh, box score. Uh, Russell, only eight points. Schroeder, only six points. Uh, Walker, who, who has played with them, only six points. <coughs> That's where they got to get more, right, Mo? Yeah, and I mean, Schroeder has his hands full because if you notice, he's guarding Jamal Murray most of the game. And yeah. you know what he's doing? He's pressuring him all the way down the floor. That's very difficult to do. And hopefully it'll tie Mur uh, tire Murray out. And actually, you know, one of the biggest uh, possessions of the game is when uh, Denver challenged the foul, the fifth foul on Murray, 
and got that corrected and gave it to the Joker because if you remember about five, four minutes left, Murray did get his fifth and that would have been at a sixth. So that was a, that was a big challenge, um, you know, by, by Denver. And, uh, you know, this is, it looks like it's going to be a, a knockdown drag out, uh, score wise, not personality wise. Hey, you okay, buddy? Good. Hey. <laughs> But, but Paul, you know, well, you know what I was impressed with though, and if they continue uh doing that, they're gonna push them was uh the Lakers half court defense, even though uh uh the Nuggets were making shots. Yeah, I mean Hachimori, I, I thought he was too little. Too little. He looks like a kid garden joker, but he did a very good job and was effective in bodying him and getting him out of his out of his comfort area. Um, you know that strategy worked out this game. Now you know Denver's going to come back and figure out we got to do something else. But this is you know the, the matchups I told you about a couple of days ago. The Lakers have no answer for the Joker because AD is getting foul trouble. He's too skinny, and they have Hachimori on it, but that's it. And uh, Denver has no answer for. Uh, uh, LeBron. LeBron is too strong. They have Murray guarding them. What are you doing with that? Because they're switching. Uh, but, uh, you know, AD you know, is the key. I mean, he had a great game. And, you know, if I'm the Lakers and I'm in that locker room or I'm the coaches, I'm saying, listen, you know, we, we could have had that one. We let him get too far ahead in the third quarter, up 20. But damn, man, they had to make unbelievable shots to win this game. And they're not going to do that all the time. We keep doing what we're doing and we'll be okay. Hey, take, take us inside the locker room of the coaches, and we're going to move on to the uh, to the lottery that took place tonight. But what are these coaches doing right now? you got a game uh, uh, 48 hours from now. What, what What's going on with them? Well, with the, you know, the, the, the video staffs have it all broken down already after the game. They hand, what you do is, as, a, uh, as an assistant coach, you hand your computer to the video people. They plug it in. Uh, they uh, 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 get the game uh, onto your computer and broken down possession by possession, uh, you know, defense to offense. And then all these assistant coaches will go through it. And uh, the head coach and uh, the first assistant will say, listen, if I'm Denver, uh, we got to figure out a way that we're not going to let Hachimori guard the Joker in the post. That's ridiculous. We can't let that happen anymore. We got to figure out a way. And I could see, I could tell them right now, they're coming late on the double team with Anthony Davis, who is Garden Gordon, right? So they're going to have to pull him out farther, so it's farther uh, distance for uh, Anthony Davis because he blocked a shot early. I mean, late in the game and and uh, and uh, uh, affected another shot. So we're going to watch film. We're going to see who's open. Maybe we need to cut. Uh, if you look at early in the game, um, uh, the Joker caught a pass, and then someone cut, and he hit him with a pass for a layup early in the game. We need more of that, guys. Let's mm -hmm. cut. And so if we're, the, if we're the Lakers, we're saying, listen, we can't. We, we got to figure out a way not to switch out on Jamal Murray. we got to keep Schroeder on him as much as possible, but someone else is going to have to step up and, and absorb that. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep doing what we did because we were right there and they had to play their butts off to win this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, great stuff, Mo. Uh, great Here's stuff. one other thing I'll throw at you, Ricky. So, yeah. And and the Lakers right now they said, you know what? Because they spent three days or whatever getting that strategy, right? They knew that coming in the game down down they're gonna down in crunch time they're gonna have Hachimori body him out, and then we're gonna come with Anthony Davis late. They already had that planned out. That worked. However, in the back of their minds, they got to say, listen, they're going to counter this. We have to go with the second or third strategy. Maybe we start with that strategy, and if they adjust to it, we have strategy A, A2 that we can go to in game two. Hey, let's get to the uh, lottery. You know, I'm here in Detroit, and uh, <laughs> it is a rough night in the Motor City, Mo. Uh, uh, the Pistons fell as far as you could fall. Uh, they had a 14% chance of getting the number one pick, slid all the way to the number five pick, and it's a party in San Antonio as the uh, Spurs got the number one pick, which is going to be Wimbiana, the big seven, four, well, seven, well, five. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you you that, thought this you is thought, the first – this is the first pick, so this is they're not gonna trade it. They're gonna pick Wambiana and that's it. You know, a lot of times after this drawing, you know, will they trade that first pick or will who will they pick? Not this year. They're gonna keep it and they're gonna keep it with the uh with the seven four uh player from France that has an eight foot arm span and can shoot threes and handle it like Kevin Garnett. Kevin 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 Durant and Garnett. <laughs> Yeah, uh, number two, um, you're going to have Charlotte with the second pick. You know, Scoot Henderson, who you've seen play out in uh, Vegas. Uh, Brandon Miller is a possibility from Alabama. Eamon Thompson uh, from Overtime Elite. Cam Whitmore from Villanova. Anthony Black. Uh, your, your thoughts on Charlotte getting the number two pick? I mean, really, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. if you didn't get the first pick, who was a who's a game changer, then uh, you know, you pick you you should you need to go. And I don't have them broken down their roster. You need to pick who you need uh, position wise and talent because all these guys. If you need a point guard, it's probably Scoot Henderson. Even though I think he's inconsistent. I don't think uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna have a struggle to play against that more athletic players. I think that's a struggle. But if you need a point guard, that's probably who you go with. If you need a scoring wing, then you go with Brandon Miller from Alabama. Even though he had some troubles in the past, some big troubles in the past, and now we we've, we've talked about John Morant and all he's gone through. But uh, you know, to me, Brandon Miller is the most ready for for NBA action right now as a scoring wing. And the other guys, you know, the Thompson brothers both played at over, overtime elite, uh, Kevin Ollie's group uh, in Atlanta. You know, uh, they're they're both 18 years old. They're two brothers, and they're six seven, very skilled. They're not ready for the NBA yet. So, you know, you kind of, you know, you look at what your roster is, uh, and you know, quite frankly, some of these uh, picks might be traded. So, and, yeah. And, and, well, I was telling one of my buddies after the Pistons didn't get that number one pick that, uh, you know, our chances are just as good as anybody of, of coming up with a good player because it's such a drop off from that number one to the rest of those guys. Do, do you agree with that? Yeah, to me, um, you know, 
despite getting your choice, having two, three, four, five, six, seven is the same thing to me. I mean, you know, obviously you want two because you could pick exactly what you want. But right. talent-wise, they're all, you know, Scoot. I would put Scoot Henderson in with the Thompson brothers. Uh, Brandon Miller is the one that stands out to me. It might be the next guy that could impact our team. But other than that, uh, you know, do we want to do we want to keep our pick? Do we want to trade our pick with one of our younger players and get more of a veteran on our roster? Um, you know, and if like if you look at like Orlando who has the sixth pick, but they also have the eleventh pick. So if they if they like Scoot Henderson or uh, uh, or uh, Brandon Miller or someone else up there in that that area, they can package both six and eleven and get bumped up to pick two or three. So um, you know if, if I'm Orlando, I'm looking at that, and if I'm up there at two, three, or four, I'm saying, okay, thank you. I could get the same player I could get at three. I might be able to get a six anyway for less money. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I'm totally for, with you. For, for less money. And then so, I, uh, I get a good player, almost the same as my sixth pick, with my 11th pick for even less money. So that's an option, too. To totally with you on that. Hey, Mo, let's, let's hit one more thing uh, before we get out of here. 76ers let go of Doc Rivers. On we got next last night, you could see this coming. Absolutely. I mean, especially with what's happened, you know, uh, Monty Williams goes, Budenhauer goes, uh, Nick Nurse goes, all, you know, great, really good coaches, great coaches. Uh, and they, all the teams struggled in the playoffs. So, you know, it pretty much freed up Philly to do the same thing with Doc Rivers. And, uh, you know, the merry-go-round begins. I mean, you can shuffle this deck now, right? So, you know, Doc Rivers could end up in Toronto and Budenhauser could end up in Philly and uh, um, uh, Monty Williams could end up with the Bucks. I mean, you know, but right. if I'm Philly, I'm really watching that because we talked about this the other day. You will know because uh, Daryl Morey, who's the GM of Philly, is very close with James Harden. And James Harden was atrocious in Game 7. He's been atrocious for years in Game 7s. Uh, but if they give, give him a max co contract, that means that Daryl Morey's staying and he's making the decisions and look for Mike D'Antoni to be the next coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. Does, does Wimbiana going to San Antonio means Papa stay a little longer now? Absolutely. Uh, I think... It extends his, his career two or three more years because we all know what happened when David Robinson got to San Antonio and then a few years later, Duncan, Duncan uh, Tim Duncan. So if I'm pop, I don't have to go anywhere. I just went through a hellacious season, right? They were 22 and 60. So by the way, San Antonio, if you're listening, you're not going to make a big jump forward you're probably going to be a play-in situation next year. Because all you have is, you have all these guys that I don't even know the names of. You know, Keldon yeah. Johnson, Devin Vassell, Trey Jones, Jerry, all these guys who are 20 years old, 23, 24. You know, they come from good programs. You're looking at Kentucky, Florida State, Duke, Kansas, Baylor. But, you know, they're average players. In the, in, they all average double figures, so they can play. But they're not going to jump you up into the stratosphere where, well, you know, we're going to be the fifth seed or the fourth seed. 
you need a wake-up call, you know. But Pop can wait now, and if he likes this roster and they develop and you put uh, one Bianca, Bayane with, with them, you know, I could see Pop. If they didn't get that pick, I would, I would guess Pop would have retired this summer. But now that they got that pick, I can see him coach another two, maybe three years and, and see this thing out. And, and and he he'll be a good coach to develop uh one Bianca too. I mean the kids from France, right? Yeah, and they had some kid named Tony Parker that was drafted, I think, in the second <laughs> round. You know, that yeah. that that probably that all right. the French national team that Victor plays on, you know, and uh, he's been known to to uh, help uh international players, you know, get to the to, to the stratosphere. Tim Duncan, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. David Robinson's, you know, even though he's a, a national, but, you know, he's been known to do that and has a great, great uh, mentality and a great uh, personality for that. And uh, now in, in this time in his career, he can lay back and say, listen, I want to see what I can do with this group for the next two, three, maybe four years if it goes right. Hey, one more, one more thing, Mo. Your thoughts on tomorrow's game with the Heat and uh, Celtics? I just think um, out of the four teams left, uh, I think Boston is the strongest with uh, Lakers-Denver right there, and Miami is the least strongest uh, uh, a team that can make a run for it. They played great. They've overachieved this year, actually. Uh, but I think their, their run has ended, uh, and I think uh, this could be a five- or six-game series with Boston winning. Uh, they, you know, Butler's phenomenal, uh, but they don't have enough depth, and Lowry's older, and they just they don't have enough to overcome Boston. What Especially, what what will have to happen for Miami to to push them in this series? Uh, Tatum has to get hurt. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, you know, the last series, Butler played great, Bam Adebayo played great. Uh, they had some other guys uh, step up, but that's not good enough against the Celtics. Just, just ask the uh, the Sixers. Just ask them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Chris, thanks for checking in with us, man. Boston, Denver, possibly in the NBA Finals. Yeah, good, good possibility. I won't give up, Chris. I won't give up on the Lakers yet. They could steal game number two, and it's a different series. But, but I think the two best teams, which actually right. So Denver's been the best team in the West all year, right? And yeah. Boston, between Boston and Milwaukee, they've been the best team in the East. So really, you play 82 games and you have all these series of play-ins and all this stuff. And really, at the end of the day, the best two teams are probably going to play in the finals. Yeah. And, and I hope so. And I don't know, you know, Tatum and the Celtics got a bad taste in their mouth from last year and uh, – uh, you know, in the years past, that they, they got a chance to win it and put another banner in, in the Boston Garden. Uh, yeah. And the, the Joker and Jamal Murray have never been there. Uh, so I think that if they face off in the finals, that's going to have a lot to do. Because believe me, when I was coaching with the Dallas Mavericks and we went to the West Coast Western Conference Finals one year, we didn't win, we lost the Spurs and, and all that. That's one thing. And when we got in the finals, against the Miami Heat, the finals are a whole different ball game. Instead of having 200 media at your shoot around, you got a thousand. And you got all these cameras and all this stuff and all this attention just on you. And it's tough for someone that's not been there, like the Joker 
and like Jamal Murray and the other group uh, to be able to, to adapt to that. So if it comes to that, Chris, I got Boston. Who you got? <laughs> hey, well, we're going to get out of here, Mo. This is great, man. Uh, we'll uh, be back soon. Just, uh, you know, we got next uh, uh, Facebook page. And uh, we'll go from there. Uh, for Paul Mokeski, I'm Ricky Hampton. You've been watching We Got Next Plus. We'll see you soon. Peace. Thanks, Peace all. You got it. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace. Yours. Here, our waters are splashing and rejuvenating. Our history is for seeing and experiencing. Our theme parks are for riding and sometimes flying. And our great outdoors are yours for exploring and restoring. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.